Fighting the Amide-Based Denials Part 3, Patient Experience. This is the Weight and Healthcare newsletter. If you like what you're hearing, please consider subscribing and or sharing at weightandhealthcare.com. In Part 1 of this series, we looked at the phenomenon of BMI-based treatment denials. In Part 2, we looked at resources to fight these denials. Today, we have a first-person patient experience. Becky Hill is someone who had to battle to have the surgery she needed, and it's a battle she won twice. So I asked her to share her story for the newsletter, and she graciously agreed. The rest of this piece is in her words. I injured both my knees on 8-17-2019 while working. I had x-rays done, followed by a round of physical therapy, massage, medication, activity limitation, taping, and injections. It did not improve my range of motion, activity tolerance, and or pain. At that time, my physiatrist and primary care physician referred me to an orthopedic surgeon. I saw him February 3, 2020. He recommended surgery right away for both knees and requested authorization for the surgeries through my workers' compensation insurance. On 2-19-2020, the Utilization Review, or UR, company for the workers' compensation insurance provided the following decision, quote, recommend denial, fail to meet criteria for TKA since her BMI is blank, and the medical treatment guidelines, MTGs, require the BMI to be less than blank. The UR makes a recommendation to the workers' compensation insurance, and they can then agree or disagree with the UR's recommendation. Workers' compensation chose to deny the surgery. I began the search of scholarly articles supporting my knee surgery in larger-bodied patients. I reached out to professionals within the weight-neutral community for articles, ideas, and suggestions. My surgeon also provided documentation to workers' compensation. He also had phone calls with the medical director. On 4-2020, my surgeon informed the medical director that I would be in a wheelchair within six months. Workers' compensation still denied the surgery. Workers' compensation directed me to lose weight or undergo intentional weight loss surgery. The suggestion and denial of medically necessary surgery reactivated a pre-existing eating disorder of atypical anorexia and bulimia. I lost weight, but I was very sick. I met with an intentional weight loss surgeon during the time, told them about the need for knee surgery, direction to lose weight, and my eating disorder. This surgeon emphatically indicated that weight loss was contraindicated for me from a nutritional, medicinal, and surgical basis. Please note, I would not have undergone the surgery and have been offered weight loss medication many times and refused to take them. Workers' compensation was provided with documentation from the intentional weight loss surgeon and still denied the surgery. I ultimately retained an attorney to help me navigate the system given the stress and toll the process had taken on me. I was ultimately provided with a cane, walker, electric scooter, and a disabled parking permit. I lost the job that I was injured at because they were not able or willing to accommodate my work restrictions. Commuting to my place of employment after that became very difficult, and that employer was not able to continue to accommodate my work-from-home status as they had during much of the pandemic. My third job wanted me to work more hours than I was released to do, even though I did try. My lawyer, workers' compensation, and the attorney general had months of discussion and knee surgeries were ultimately authorized. I had my right knee surgery on 12-29-21, 680 days after the orthopedic surgeon's recommendation. In June of 2022, my surgeon provided surgery information for the left knee surgery, and workers' compensation denied that surgery, again due to BMI. It was ultimately authorized and occurred on 8 10 904 days after the initial surgery recommendation. Did I ever get close to the BMI that the MTGs required? No. In fact, based upon the UR reports I have seen, it went up. It was far more important for me to nourish my body so I could try to navigate life and recover from surgery if it was, were, ever authorized. Not only has the denial of the surgery for each knee been physically traumatic, but it has also been professionally, mentally, emotionally, and financially devastating.
I am an N of one. I am not a BMI number. I am a human with a body that is different than every other body on this planet. I'm doing okay with the knee recovery. Both surgeries went well and I have almost full range of motion in my right knee. I am about five weeks out from the left knee and doing more movement than the first surgery. There were no complications during or post-op, no issues with wound healing, and while I still have some pain, my surgeon did not anticipate being at maximum medical improvement for one year post-op. I had a surgeon willing and able to do the surgery, and yet an archaic system and humans within that system made decisions about my body and my life using a system created in the 19th century. The BMI is an abhorrent way for insurance companies and medical providers to render decisions about people. It was not developed to make these decisions, and yet we are still making medical decisions and judgments based upon BMI alone. I am so grateful to Becky for sharing her story, even though it's a story that should not have to be told because it should never have happened. If you are dealing with a BMI or weight-based denial of care, know that you deserve far better. You can subscribe for free to get future posts delivered direct to your inbox or choose a paid subscription to support the newsletter and podcast and get special benefits. Go to weightandhealthcare.com and click subscribe.